it's life, and then it's life after gout. Yeah, so what is it? Uh, AG is what we're going to call it, after gout. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. We're cousins. Oh, I almost got it. <laughs> why, why do you why do you change the inflection on that what every are you time now? About? <laughs> we. I don't. I don't Commander know. Smiths. I don't know. <laughs> I was impressed that I had the it, the same. It breaks thing the ice for... into this because all we're doing is just giggling after or during the whole thing. So it yeah. makes it uh, just going. And neither Good job, of us Larry. have smoked marijuana in <laughs> yeah. a long it's been time. Years for me at this yeah. point. But you've yep. eaten some. Oh. It didn't affect me at all, and that was over a year ago. <laughs> so that's what you say, but we were all laughing behind your back. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think I think I think probably at least didn't had you like mix a contact it? high. Didn't you uh mix it with booze? Weren't we drinking and like did yeah, we do it didn't the, do anything? Did so. we try to do the cast at that time? No, we didn't. No, we did the cast the next morning. Next morning, that's right. Yeah, remember because we were that was when we did the yes. pocket change. Yeah, we, two dimes we and a nickel rant. Yep, yep. not All so right. happy. All right, I kind of wish. I still wish that we would uh, recorded that night when we uh, or oh. that day when it was oh. all going down. That would have been kind of fun. Been bad. That would have been <laughs> real bad. Uh, all right, this is episode one sixty eight. And we're continuing something. What are we doing? We're uh, we're doing something we're gonna do here. We're going to do Plan B again. Again, but uh, we're, it's going to be Insurrection again, but choosing yeah. different cards. <laughs> yeah. Insurrection with no. different cards. <laughs> no. Okay. Cyclonic Rift. Oh, it's a, a card. And so, that how do you fight knows. against Cyclonic Rift? It's going to be. It's a. This it's one was a tougher. different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a yep. lot tougher to figure out. Because Cyclonic Rift is basically the best card in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't win you the game, yeah. but it, it it's the, gets you the best uh, opportunity to, to win the game. And it, it's the answer yeah. for everything. It is the you know? answer for everything. Yeah. I, it, it when we were talking. God. Sorry, <laughs> it what? Is God. It is God. What? <laughs> uh, when we were talking earlier, I have noticed lately, I don't know if it's how our decks are built or whatever, but. I the person that ca- casts Cyclonic Rift doesn't necessarily win when we've been playing. It seems like yeah. players recover really quick because of monorocks and all that stuff. But well, it's it, also that I I try and keep you in check. I'm not you. It's not me. I'm not you saying are, me. You are ninety percent of okay, seventy five percent of Cyclonic Rifts. How in our do play I group play come from you? How do I play Cyclonic Rift when I'm playing red? Well, motherfucker, how do I play it? Well, you tell me. Touche. Well, I too yeah. have an uncle. Well, you, uh, to steal from the segment, you fork the oh, psychotic yeah, rift. Nice. And then that is how you deal with it. And then I'm like, God damn it, Adam is casting psychotic rifts in mono red. What an asshole. He, he did it again. That was a good one. No, way to. <laughs> To say enough wells until you figured out an answer to get uh-huh. those cyclonic rifts in there. That worked out pretty good for you. <laughs> uh, we also have uh, Stump the Smith Savant. Another patron uh, has given me another savant for you. But you Stump don't have to, to be savant. a patron to send in no. any ideas. But this is a patron. So yep. uh, this one's from Gwen, by the way. Oh. 
so, so get ready for another Yu-Gi-Oh like card. Yu-Gi-Oh card <laughs> uh, so we got that, and then we have one spec. I know that Strixhaven just came out, but the archives, mystical archives, are kind of going apeshit, especially the, the Japanese. Japanese ones. Yeah. So, I mean, I bought Japanese one like certain cards about a week ago and then today i was looking at them and the cards that i bought already have doubled and i'm just getting them in the mail like now so i don't know it's it's interesting that we're doing a one spec on something that just came out a week ago but these are like a little bit kind of like a special part of that and then at some point we're gonna yep. hit strike saving which i already know what my spec is for that but whatever <laughs> You can check it out in the Discord. It was all yeah. we were talking about it today. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking there, Lowry? Not my beer for tonight. I thought we were gonna go longer and unsnipped. Oh yeah, it was so a very I'm just short. Into my uh, I guess we can since we're doing it. Okay, so um, I'm gonna be dry, drinking drinking <laughs> IPA from Oconia Brewery again. Nice, very so nice. It's an IPA. Uh, I had one on Sunday when I was playing with. Uh, league with the on discord oh how'd that go by the way oh uh <laughs> jaw convinced the entire table to gang up on me in a five-person game and i, I was, was gonna say wasn't that a five-person game yeah within an hour i was grateful the last two five hour or five-person games lasted five hours yeah so. <laughs> so my question for you is when you got knocked out did you stay in chat or you're just like fuck you guys i'm out of here I, I I stayed for a little bit, but I was cutting up uh, curated and oh, gotcha, and and trying to focus when, nice. when I was done. I am drinking water with uh, juice because guess who has gout? Because I had to talk about it last <laughs> week and fucking a, it's all cured. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you missed you missed your medication by on one day. And then one you day drank beer, and that was the day I drank the most beer that I have ever not ever drank, but have drank. In a long During time, your gout life, because it's a second life within your life. <laughs> yes, you have yes. your entire normal it's life, like, and then it's life after gout. Yeah, so what is it? Uh, Ag is what we're gonna call it after gout. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the second religious, right? <laughs> second religion. Oh, it was uh, it was my second year Ag. And things were just, and not even referring to gout, just talking about, yeah, Drake's After baseball. Gout. He did awesome to uh, 2AG. What the hell is 2AG? Is that? Oh, it's after gout. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I skipped the medication. We were painting for 12 hours on Saturday because my parents took uh, the boys. We're just trying to get the house ready for you guys to come this weekend. This will be the first time you've seen the house. It will be. Um, yep. But we were just trying to not... Uh, I just needed a weekend that we could hit, get the second coats of paint everywhere. So now we're down to two, two basically rooms left and we're done. So, uh, but then awesome. after about like dinner time, we started, uh, having beer as we were painting and you know, a few beers, my favorite Northeast and ba, 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 ba. I bing, had bing, another bing. one last no, night. No, no, gout, gout, gout. <laughs> okay, I do have. You know what's funny is I did try to uh, get the bang, bang, bang. I don't want relationship. I just want bang, bang, bang. I don't want to know your name. I just want bang, bang, bang. I tried to recut that, but that's really the best quality that there is because there wasn't sure. YouTube when that one came out. It was before YouTube. Was it so like now a mixtape or what? 
It, you remember like E-Bombs World and stuff like that? Bef- you don't remember E-Bombs World? Where you used to like see graphic videos of people like breaking shit. It was like YouTube before YouTube, but it was more graphic. E-Bombs. Uh, Isn't that like a meme website nowadays? Probably. I, I see that, yeah. Yeah. So, like, I don't think that's where this was, but it was, like, a site like that. It was way before YouTube. It was my mm. sophomore year of college. And so I'm, I'm sure what they did was just transport that, whatever site was they YouTube had it on. YouTube not around then? No, YouTube started popping up when I was, oh, it would be my second or third year in St. Cloud. And I remember that's what started to become the thing. I mean, it probably I, I remember, existed, but it wasn't a thing yet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I remember you... Mm living with Cindy in sin at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and you were showing me the YouTube video of the Two unicorns girls, and oh, yeah. I almost Mountain. That, I almost, that's funny you brought that up. That like showed up with that same with the, the bang, bang, bang stuff. Yeah. That was on like the suggestions on the oh, side. Right on. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I should really cut that up. Get one of those little <laughs> Charlie, unicorn candy cane mountain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I didn't. Um, so, we'll well, oh, really quick, funny story. How the hell did this come up? Oh, so tonight I was trying to remember something, and in my old age and kids and so much stuff going on at once, I couldn't. I couldn't just find the basic words. You hear that all the time on the podcast. I'm like, I, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to say. And so, Cindy, <laughs> Cindy kept trying to like finish what I was saying. And she's like, she's trying to guess what I was saying or whatever. And I was just like, ah, quiet. And I was like, you interrupting cow. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the, the, the joke, the interrupting cow. And as I was saying cow, it went really long because I was like, this sounds really bad. So I was like, stop interrupting cow. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> whoops <laughs> yeah that's not uh, good yeah well the, the good thing was after that she's like that's something you got to tell in the cast i was like yeah you're probably right <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's no yeah like in your head trying yep. to grab the words and put it back in your mouth luckily she knew the joke too because otherwise that could have gone very very poorly that been real bad <laughs> real uh bad. You anything happened with you this week, Laura? You got to play some league, like you said. Did you have anything else? You got to build that deck. Any cool build, stuff? Build cards you got? Deck. Your deck, your your card, your magic deck. Because you built it. I guess you built it a week ago, though. Yeah, yeah. In between the two casts, yes. And actually, you're working on Spotlight. Actually, to have uh, that yeah, video my goal pop is to up. have something up by next week on Essex. Woo! And here comes a dog. Yeah, dog came down. <laughs> all this stuff <laughs> I told you on the phone today. All this stuff I used to cut, and now I just leave it in. I'm just like, here. Goes <laughs> yeah. click clack. There's a dog in here. Um. So yeah, hopefully I get a spotlight on Essex for up on next week for YouTube, and then my curated will be kind of tying into that. So hopefully I get my shit together. And and do some maybe maybe not I don't Woo! know I don't make promises three months in advance like Adam so I just it's my leave tease. it very it's my it's my uh, yeah. 
everlong tease, and then people will see it and they're like, "Holy shit, he, they actually were serious." It happened. It's it like, happened. Uh, how long was I building my house, and I'm still working on the house? Yeah, I mean that's going on two years now. <laughs> Feels like number two just, actually made a, a, a funny joke. It like he's like, "You should have turned." Me, you selling my house into the same thing with your house, just never ending selling your house. Like it took me, I was like, that's funny. But then it sounds like I'm a really bad real estate agent with this <laughs> it market. <would. laughs> it's like, it yeah, <laughs> it's been like three months. I still have no offers on their house. <laughs> I do. I do miss uh, you saying like, I don't know if you heard, but I'm building my house. Yeah. I miss that bit. That was a good one. Uh, that's what he was wanting me to do with that. So kind of yeah, keep that going. No, I wouldn't but, do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, if that's it, let's let's get to our tags, and then we can kind of get into the episode. We want to keep it not a the short giveaway. episode. Oh, yes. Or did we do that? Let's do that right now. Okay. So Right now or after the tags? Right now. Um, let's do the giveaway right now. So okay. as you know, if you tweet it out, what did, what did they have to do? They have to retweet. You had to like it. You had to follow, follow us. us. And then that entered you in for this Kiki Jiki right here. And Larry, why don't you draw that one? Here. And the, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, I'm drum roll. Picking from my son's sun hat. Oh, that's a lucky guy. What is it? I don't see know. It. It's kind You're of like, weird. It's yeah. Guy. Oh, Guy <laughs> got it. Nice. Congratulations, Guy. Woo! All right. And then I have for Yogmoth. This is for... God, let's see if I can get my <laughs> camera. I keep going off camera. Yogmoth. Now, these are the time-shifted ones. Uh, mm-hmm. This is for any patron that is $5 or more. Uh, they just get automatically entered in. So I have it all let's in just, this little. Let's just hope that guy doesn't win this one. <laughs> all right. I'm just going to mix it around a little bit. And draw. And we got Paul Hemi. Wait. How do you? Hemi? Hemi? Hemi House. <laughs> Hemi House. Congratulations, Woo! guys. Sweet. So thank you guys. Also, that was because. We had the most downloaded month about a month ago. Um, we're hoping to and, get there again soon. We didn't, we didn't get there in April. <laughs> we did not. And it doesn't look like we're going to get there in May, <laughs> even though it's probably the 4th or 5th when you're listening yeah. to this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird because I thought it's it's sometimes a naming thing of when you do the episodes. And Plan B just didn't grab people, but we're hoping that Cyclonic Rift. This is actually a good one because there's a lot more... Yeah, what, what would this you say? This one's actually good. Last week's not so much. I, last week's was really good. I, really I liked. liked it. I liked it. But the thing is, is think about this: how many times have we seen insurrection played? Like honestly, probably well, a handful. I mean, not really that much. But you see cyclonic rift all the, all the time. Time, not just all me. I see it. Uh, other people playing it because uh, I play red, it's and I should you. be playing. <laughs> But so th- I, I think this one is going to help a lot of people. Uh, probably people, if you have more suggestions, it'll be nice to get those as well. Uh, but this this should be a pretty good episode with Cyclonic. So, okay, let's get to uh, our tag. So first off, we do have two new patrons this week. Sorry, I am trying to get my... Okay, Both so we have two new patrons this week. 
Jacoby Sims and Jason Kirkner. Welcome to me for it. <laughs> Got it. Right. I was trying to beat you to it before you said right. it. That is so. that was my son. Dude, so wait, hang on. I got two of them. You ready? Here's the, here's my favorite one, actually. Welcome to a meat forest. That sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was gold. I was like, oh, this is awesome. This is, I was working on this for like the last hour before we recorded and everything. But yeah, so we have the first one. I, I think how I cut it off, it really does still sound like, see, it sounds like he says meat forest. Welcome to forest and then the then you were like yeah it sounded like you said meat forest and you're like say meat forest and then he he enunciates more welcome to a meat forest that sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest <laughs> you know oh, that's boy. gonna be oh i'm gonna have fun with this one this is gonna be the opener our, our shorts because then i'm gonna use the background as like a bunch of meat forests for yeah well there. i mean like the meat forest sounds like where the bandits of the meat force and robin hood's gang <laughs> hang out in the meat forest i don't know that didn't really so, work, did it? so jacoby and jason welcome to the meat forest <laughs> we appreciate you uh jumping on and yep. becoming a patron uh, you can become a patron too. I got to grab my actual notes here. Become a patron too for just a dollar gets you into the Discord. That gets you into league. Uh, that gets you into having holy crap today. Discord was insanely was busy popping. talking. Yeah, pop, pop. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I need to work, and everybody's talking. But no, that's great. Everybody's on there. Battlebox League. Um, I think that's uh, a really good point, though. We record on Mondays, and. Mondays generally are really bad for people. Like people don't like them. They're you know first day of work. And our Discord makes Mondays better. Yeah, it went by fast. It went very fast. Uh, It took me probably twice as long to get ready for today's episode because I was like chatting like, oh, the specs and this and that. And that's been really cool, actually. Specs have been kind of going nuts lately. Everybody throwing their ideas around and everything. So that gets you access to that. Uh, you do get, uh, unsnipped whenever that gets posted. If people want to, we still didn't get anybody saying they wanted it. So I didn't post it. So eventually it might come back if people want it. Uh, all right. And then $5 or more gets you proxy of the week each month. If you're a hundred dollars or more lifetime, you get to pick your proxy, um, any proxy from any of the pick your proxy of the week stuff. Uh, then we jump into YouTube and the, that is the free way to support the show. Just jump on there, subscribe, like a couple videos, watch them, get our play counts up. That's fun. Trying to get to a thousand. We're almost halfway there. So it's been really increasing quite a bit, especially Larry's curated last week was what? And this week I want both of them. What was the curated that really got popping last week? Oh, Jesus. Do you remember? Uh, dense foliage from yep. last week did really well. Uh, and that's just like uh, budget asceticism, and it kind of gives all creatures shroud from spells. Uh, Again, very cool card. That card uh, I did not have, so I bought five of them. I, <laughs> for, I have like brought that up cents. in our spotlights over the last three years no less than five times. <laughs> Every green deck, and I was like, hey, people should play this more. Yeah, but when you see it visually, and you're like, ah, and then when you're like, hey, this works because then your creatures can affect their... You can get them with your creatures because it's only spells. You yeah. Yeah. 
with curated. Because they're curated, yeah. Uh, and then today, what did I do today? Oh, I was went the with uh, Kusari Gama. Mm-hmm. And that is an equipment that whenever a creature is blocked, uh, it deals damage to its like every damage, all damage dealt to it is dealt to all of all that the other creatures. Creatures, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, it's kind of like a one sided wrath. If you're just like sick and tired of like one ones blocking your uh, Zergo Helm Smasher, which was what I the the example that I used. But it just kind of stopped. That would deal like seven, eight damage to all their creatures, and mm-hmm. they'll they'll more likely just take the damage until right. they have to do something else about it. But you become a big threat to whoever you're attacking. So that was pretty sweet. <clears throat> uh, and then also on there we have well, each one of these episodes you can see all the cards we talk about. Uh, we have the shorts on there. Lowry's curated MTG is a short. Also have proxy time, which last week uh, haven't done a proxy time of Digi tokens. So last week was the first time I've done that uh, for that, and we did that for Wandering Archaic. That turned out pretty nice. Uh, actually, that one's more of a tutorial. Uh, it, it is a proxy time thing. It was only nine minutes long, but it is showing how to make your own tokens if you wanted to go through and do that. So it's kind of a little bit different than the normal proxy time. Uh, then what else we have on there? We have some live box openings, which we'll be starting to do the live stuff a little bit more. And I believe that's it. We have a lot of videos. We're, we're just pumping out the videos and Larry's spotlights coming up too in a week or so. So, uh, then you can jump on Twitter and that's where you see some of these proxies proxy of the week. You can see curated MTG where there's more discussion maybe there, uh, and then not sharing with Adam and direct message us there, or you can shoot us an email at commandersmiths at Gmail. That is it. The best <clears> way to get a hold everything. of us is on discord. Yes. Which has a paywall. <laughs> good job, Laurie. That was good. Welcome to a meat forest. <laughs> that sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. <laughs> uh, I had to cut that okay. one up a little bit because, uh, you laugh for about three or four seconds because you're just like, because <laughs> you just enunciate so well. And then you say that. So I was like, I need this to be really short. So I cut it up. So you're really close there. He's, All a, cute, right. he's a cute kid. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And I, so what I did, to, cause you sent me like 10 minutes of you guys just talking and you're just like, <laughs> that was the best actually. Cause you're just like, I don't know what the fuck this thing. You weren't swearing, but you're like, I don't know what I want you to fucking say. Like, you're like, what do we need? Uh, and then you did say, hello. You didn't say boobies. You said, um, hello, mommy. Hello, mommies. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Could do that. And then I wrote down a couple others. You had uh, magic. And then you're trying to get him to do the wrong, 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 wrong. <laughs> but it was too low. So I don't think it would come over. So I was like, all right. But I loved the meat forest. Yeah. One more time. Welcome to a meat forest. That sounds like a fairy tale of a meat forest. <laughs> I think that's the button. I think that's more. I like that better than just the, the little Lowry. I yeah. just like. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. Stump the Smith Savant. Did we miss this last week? No, you had an AJ last week, didn't we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. 
All right. If you don't know how this game works, I am going to read the flavor text of a card. Lowry is the savant. He is stump. I am stumping the Smith savant, and he is going to try to guess what card it is from the flavor text. Well, I was running out of breath there. Uh, he can ask yes or no questions. Every yes, he will hear this. Hello, boobies. Every no, we'll hear this. Wrong, 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 wrong. Minus 10 points for every wrong guess. Every clue minus five points. Starts out with 100. Points don't matter. All right. So this week, this card comes from a patron, a listener, Gwen. And she felt bad about the Yu-Gi-Oh! one. So this one's a little bit easier. Oh, is, uh, it, is it Digimon this time? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? Oh, shit. Pokemon? Hello, boobies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I'm just kidding. All right, here we go. What what once soared high above t- Tarkir is now reduced to a seat. What once soared high above Tarkir is now reduced to a seat. Uh, dragon throne of Tarkir. Hello, boobies. Look <laughs> at that. Whoa. How'd you do that? I've played that that card. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, Yeah, so that's an equipment that makes it so that that creature gets like defender, but then you can tap it and all all your creatures get plus X plus X for its power. Yep. Um... What? All right, I got I got another one coming. Sorry, I am uh, I am going quick here because I have one more uh, from AJ that I am going to get to. <laughs> Want to get that <clears> in <throat> since I just kind of had an idea. Yep, you That's you right. you killed that one. All right, so uh, a single vivid feather fetches a royal price, but who, having seen these magnificent creations of nature, would settle for a feather? a fucking book <laughs> all right. I, know. I was like I hadn't read it beforehand and so I was like shit I hope there isn't anything I'm just gonna really mispronounce here <laughs> all right, you want it I, again? I'm gonna have to need a, a reread on that okay a single vivid feather fetches a royal price but who having seen these magnificent creations of nature would settle for a feather Birds of Paradise. Hello, boobies. Oh, Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You know, the crazy thing about that is that's the specific, the uh, secret layer, Birds of Paradise. Ah, okay. All How'd right. you work that one out? Uh, lucky ass guess right there. I, I mean, everything <laughs> in my talking head about was a feather. telling me that it was a phoenix because like feathers are kind of like mm-hmm. a part of phoenixes and they're all birds. And then I was like, there's got to be a different, like, I'm not going to be able to pick a Phoenix super easy. And then the only other bird that really popped into my head was Birds of Paradise. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your Stump the Smith savant. This is the true savant right there. He didn't even uh, waste any time with that. There that was go. that was impressive. Thank I am you. I am thoroughly impressed, Larry. All right. Well, you got those pretty damn quick. All right. So now. That's because I'm on my second beer. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your knowledge juice right there. All right. So we are getting into plan B, and I do have an opener for it. It's not going to make any sense. 
But here we go. Okay. You have to like pretend like you want to use a condom. I like to say something fun when I bring it up, but honest, I'll be like, you're going to want to wear this. I've had a busy month. <laughs> it's like a Petri dish right now. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> could, 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 you even, could you hear it? That last the beginning? part? Yeah. It's like the, a Petri well, the whole, dish. Did you hear the beginning part about yeah. how she has to? Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's <laughs> make right? Yeah. Okay. So I almost did. There was, I don't know. They, I was trying to find plan B. There is no plan B jokes. Well, there are jokes. There's really bad jokes, they're but there's really nobody. Bad, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not like, no comedian is saying them. It's only like written jokes, you know? Oh, so those... oh just like, yeah. I mean, people are at least smart enough not to say them out loud. So <laughs> right. that's, so that's then I, okay. Uh, you had mentioned <clears throat> last week about knocked up and I, typed in plan B knocked up and all it came up with was the scene where um, Paul Rudd and uh, Seth Rogen are like high on, I think they're on ecstasy and they're like freaking out in the, the bedroom in the hotel room. Cause I think they got went to Vegas. I forget. I haven't watched knocked up in a long time, but yeah, I was like, well, this I, I doesn't work. I swear there's a, a bit that they have where she's like, you didn't wear a condom? And he was like, no, I didn't wear a condom. I don't want to fucking wear a condom. Uh, you might be right. All right. So uh, this week we are doing Cyclonic Rift. Uh, if you guys didn't listen to last week's Insurrection, go back, listen to that, and then jump back to this one. Uh, but what this entails is we're going to set up a scenario scenario you probably see you quite often with yep. this card and then we'll and... change it midway through <laughs> yeah we will change it a little bit <laughs> in the beginning part the two the three-fourths of the way of this part we're we're uh, talking about this is being cast it's either being cast or has been cast mm -hmm. and how to deal with it so again no counter spells you don't you can't counter it's it Fury's protection is off the board as well or is that allowed Fury's we're taking that. It's like a counter spell. <laughs> In a way, we're just saying that because Teferi's protection is the answer for everything, pretty much. Um, I mean, the thing about like counter spells, you kind of probably should have them in your deck, just like Force of Will, that kind of stuff. And Teferi's protection goes in every white deck. Doesn't matter the situation or the the theme of the deck. That those those are kind of the two things that take care of a ton of things. And so yeah. we're going to be talking more about like maybe a little bit more niche, but still played a lot and how they interact with Cyclonic Rift. And, and, and it goes in other segments, you know, against other cards as well. Right. And that, that's the key part. We're not trying to give you crazy random cards. There is going to be some crazy random cards in here just to be like, give you some ideas of stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, these are you like, they're not going to be, so, like you said, niche to just go for. You're only targeting cy Cyclonic Rift, and yeah, that's the that only thing it's good for. One card in their 99. Right. You're like, right. hmm. So we're gonna we're, we're trying to give you suggestions of cards that you may use already in other decks that might be a good idea, and maybe you don't use them, but they would fit in those decks. And this might be a card that you switch out with another one if your play group is doing uh, uh, consistently dealing with Cyclonic Rift. Um, I've played with our play group. And I played with people on the Discord. Um, Cyclonic Rift gets used. If people are playing blue, it's, unless you're Lowry, everybody's playing Cyclonic Rift. Like that's it's not in true. that. Deck. I have it in two of my six blue decks. So but yeah, it's it's right there with the protection. Yeah. Like Yeah. So 
Okay, so we're dealing with this a lot. Um, let's let's start off with the one that we talked about last week, and we really won't go over it, a lot of that. We'll just kind no. of, if you want to see what the cards are of that, jump back to last week's episode. And actually, if I'll, I'll still jump, have them in the notes, but I'm not going to link them. Yeah, so. and I was going to say on YouTube, uh, how everything's divided is chapters, so you actually can skip to that section uh, and find that pretty easily. But Flicker effects is a pretty good way to deal with uh, a cyclonic rift being um, yeah. So just take, what, what, taking your creatures, yeah. removing them from play, and having them come back at the end of turn, and that's the key. It's not <clears throat> end it's of not turn. blinking. Yep. It's flicker effects, so they have to come back at the end. Because if they you blink them, and they come right back. They're still getting cyclonic rift. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so check out those from last week or the show notes. If you want to know the details of those, we're not going to really go over any of those cards again. Uh, but then we'll, we'll jump into something else. Um, the next topic would be copy, copy effects. Yeah, I like that idea from you. So copying what that does is <clears throat> it just, it makes it so it happens to everybody. Instead of that one player being ahead of everybody, you're copying their spell. You're forking it. You're going, all right, well, boom, I also have a Cyclonic Rift. Everybody else gets double Cyclonic Rift, but that player that cast it. <laughs> double Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> yeah. So if you're able to play an ETB effect at that time between the two and instant speed, it'd be really <clears throat> sweet. You get it to happen twice, right? Uh, it's I mean, it's work. But anyways, uh, one thing I thought would be kind of cool in this situation would be like a dual caster mage because... Yeah. You cast it, it's a permanent, and they Cyclonic Rift it. It comes back to your hand. You're also Cyclonic Rifting. Uh, and then you get to cast that again for another spell later in, in the game. So mm-hmm. I thought that would be kind of cool. But in general, you're looking at what? Forks, Reverberates. Uh, one I thought was twin interesting cast. was... Yep, Twin Cast. Narset's Reversal is interesting because it, it, it kind of does that same thing. You're getting to cast the Cyclonic Rift... And then that player gets their cyclonic rift bounced to their hand, yeah. so they're most likely going to cast it on their next turn, so that everybody the playing field's even. Because if they don't, uh, they're getting hit by you twice, yes. it, most likely. So, uh, and you, what you? I brought up uh, <clears throat> spell queller, and oh, that yes. was yeah. that was one where it like removes or exiles a spell on the stack of four or less. And even, even with, you... with Cyclonic Rift overloaded for seven, it's, it's CMC is still two. And so you can two. exile it. And then if Spellcaller leaves, that player can cast it for no mana, but it's not going to be overloaded. It's just going to be the, the targeted removal. So I thought that was kind of a cool way. Spellcaller is a really cool card. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's almost a borderline counter, but it's not. It's like a manipulation of it. And yeah. it really... Yeah. It, it neuters the cyclonic rift, which For is sure. kind of cool. Uh, okay, so I think that's pretty much it with copy. That's pretty quick. Uh, you have you have a bunch. There's a lot of them, so we're not going to go over all of them. There's just anything that does the copying. Well, I boom. mean, really, there isn't. That that is the majority of them. There's a lot that you did. Can we say copy reiterate for yourself. Yes, there isn't a lot of copying other people. Yes, yeah. as yeah. And that's the key. You don't want to copy your own. Nope. You, you, you want Double cyclonic rap. <laughs> uh, all right. The, the, next, the next category would be more of your wrath effects. So at that point, the cyclonic rift has happened. Player A 
uh, I shouldn't do that because then that means Adam. No, player X is fucking you. <laughs> I'm red. No. I only play red. <laughs> was it unsnipped that you you figured out, uh, or was this in this episode? Now I don't remember which when we talked about it. Where you're like, I'm always playing. You're always playing Cyclonic Rift. I'm like, I'm always playing red. And you're like. Well, your fork. Oh no, it was earlier in the episode. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. I'm not even drinking. I wow. have water. Did I cast fork on your conversation and then just <laughs> copied to right now? We need to stop having unsnipped because then I forget if if we talked about it in this or if it was unsnipped. And we don't even put unsnipped out there. So what the fuck? All right. Yeah, that, uh, that was definitely at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> I'm so high right now. <laughs> Get off the mushrooms, man. Uh, <laughs> did you watch that short? Yeah. <laughs> it was very different than the episode. Or the, yeah. <laughs> My favorite is zooming in on your face, and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, all right. So wrath effects. Um, what, what's the basic... purpose of the wrath effects? What are you thinking? So in this case, how I was thinking this scenario would work out is player X casts Cyclonic Rift. The board, everybody gets their stuff bounced. Player X gets their turn done. They do their attacks. If they do it on their turn, maybe they don't. Uh, maybe they're doing it just before their turn's going to start. Then you kind of wait till their turn's over. So it kind of depends on where this order is. But as soon as player X is done with their attacks, because that's their turn to actually do some damage, you tell the rest of the board, don't play anything because I have removal. I'm going to eliminate them. Because at that point, a lot of times what happens with the Cyclonic Rift players they become the target. They become the arch enemy, and the three players kind of have to work together to take them out, yeah. or at least get them at even playing field. And I and I call players. that the spiteful removal. Like mm. <clears throat> I would say, if somebody casts Cyclonic Rift, everybody should use all of the removal that they can cast at On that their point stuff. to to yeah. get the Cyclonic Rift person down to yeah. like make them less powerful. Like just level that playing field, and so. Yeah. So you, you can go with just regular wrath effects uh, that doesn't hit there. You know, there you're having a disadvantage because your mono rocks, your, all your artifacts, your enchantments, everything's going back to your hand. Every player is getting that. So I kind of focused more on removal of all non-land permanent kind of stuff or maybe like Blot Out the Sky was a card that we talked about in one of our top 10 where it's going after, what is it? It's non-token or non-creature, non-land permanent. So you're yeah. hitting artifacts, land, or enchantments, artifacts, enchantments, all walkers. that stuff of that player. Uh, and then you're also getting two, one flyers. So you're getting an army in response as well. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was an interesting one. You do have a ton, a ton of other stuff that just removes all non-land permanents. Like you can do planner cl cleansing, hour of revelation. Uh, but one I like is, and it's uh, from Zendikar Rising, but Undo Inversion. So those are those those flip lands. And what that one does, you know, it, it, on one side, you have the spell, which is Undo Inversion, which removes all non-token or non-land permanents. But if you need it for a land, on the other side, it's a plains. Or mm -hmm. not a plains, it's just a basic white not basic because it's not you can't search for that it's a white mana source on yeah, the back comes side in play tapped yeah so i'm trying to use those a little bit more when they work in situations if you're dealing with a, a play group that has a lot of cyclonic rifts or you're playing white 
this might be a good option to do a reset anyway. So even if you're not even dealing with a cyclonic rift, uh, removing stuff from the game is always nice. And when it hits everything that that works as well. Uh, did you have some other stuff on the removal Not section? Not for Wraths, no. Okay. And, and you can just play, if you're really just worried about creatures, you can just play your normal Wrath of Gods and all that stuff yeah. too. But I would, like Larry said, you go for, everybody's working together to get that player down. Like You should be. Right. Um, probably eight times out of ten, the player casting Cyclonic Rift is doing it to try to win, or but then you have those two out of ten times where it's saving their like ass, saving their ass, or that one out of ten time maybe where it's uh, trying to take out the player that's about to win the game. So yeah, that doesn't uh, happen often. Yeah. Uh, okay. So then we move into hand size. That's for the YouTubers right there. You gotta let's embellish a little bit. Yeah, this is my hands are huge. huge. <laughs> Why well, is my hand all my palm all hairy? <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bathing. <laughs> all right, so what are we doing in the the hand size matters here? Uh, I think you're pretty heavy into that too. But okay. like the the thing where the angle that I kind of took with that was so like uh, my Glenn deck draws a ton of cards, right? So I plan on having so many cards in my hand that I need to discard. I want to do that in that, in that deck. And that, because I'm kind of graveyard centered when I, in my thinking where I get a lot of value out of that. And so if you have that plan already in your deck, a cyclonic rift doesn't necessarily affect you where you can be like, well, I'm going to discard all of these larger artifacts and then cast open the vaults on my turn to bring them all back into play on my turn. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you're you're being able to abuse that. Or, like, Planar Rebirth, where you, you just discard your basic lands. That's more in the drawing aspect. But if you have some type of mass reanimation, like in creatures, artifacts, enchantments, that kind of thing, you can abuse that Cyclonic Rift to your advantage if you have that already kind of planned into your deck. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like... Uh, <clears throat> So Open the Vaults was my example, and it just brings all artifacts and enchantments back into play. And if you're like, I'm going to discard Dovescape, you know, and then just bring it back into play, it's going to be great for you. So That's a good idea. Well, and that's your recursion stuff. That's hey, well, well, it's would more, you think it's more of, like and, planning on having a lar- such a large hand that you need to discard, which is yeah. almost the opposite of what you were thinking with Thought Fezzle. And like having cards that allow you to have those cards in your hand so you don't have to discard them. Yeah. So like you were saying, there is uh, one was Seagate, Seagate Restoration. Mm-hmm. So that's another flip land from uh, Zendikar Rising. Uh, what that one does, which is pretty insane, is you're going to draw as many cards as you have in your hand plus one, I think, or something. But then you have no maximum hand size. Mm-hmm. And what that also does is you can do the other side and play it as a blue land. So that again, that's another card where I'm like, I, I kind of want to start using those things that have those options of being a land on one side and a card because you could use that in this situation here. You can get a very uh, much an advantage with your hand size. Um, I got to remember what all these other ones. Do. I had reoccurring insight. God, I should have actually. I had all those up, uh, but that's reoccurring insight. That must be. That's, now I gotta look it up. You draw. 
I believe it's uh, it has rebound, and then you draw as many cards as an opponent uh, yeah. has in their hand. Uh, yeah, yeah, Fuck. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what uh, I need. Maybe that's why I didn't more star cards. that one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we should just say maybe everybody yeah. needs to start playing omniscience more, and then they can <laughs> right. just like play cards. For oh wait, free. that's on here. No, Is I'm just it? kidding. All right. uh, no, it isn't. Uh, no, let's get away from the uh, the hand size <laughs> stuff because really the Seagate. That's why I only had that one starred was the one that I liked because it was. Then you have no maximum hand size that can't be taken away from you. It's it's it so stays I, that way. A little bit because some of the stuff that you've mentioned are like spells, but I do like the idea of having permanents that can flip into a land as well. So if they're returned to your hand, and you can't nece- you don't necessarily want to play them, you can put them down as a land that turn if you don't have lands in your hand, you know, type thing. So you're still like moving through and and getting cards out of your hand and replaying spells and using them to an ability. So you're saying like other flip stuff too is what, is what you're saying? Yeah. There? Yeah. Like yeah. permanent stuff though. Mm-hmm. That's, that's more yeah, of what I'm Cause it'd have to saying. bounce to you. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff that, so then I did more of like things that dealt with your hand size. So psycho psychosis crawler would be interesting. Cause you get everything bounced back to your hand. Psychosis crawler is a card that you use in a drawing deck. Mm-hmm. You know, that's in my, uh, Bruvac deck, it's in my Nekasar deck. So it's one that I'm using, but it kind of has to fit in that theme of you're drawing a lot of cards. Yeah. In this situation, you could just play your 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 uh, Psychosis Crawler, and now you have a big fatty on the board. Uh, another one that would work would be Body of Knowledge. Yeah. Uh, same, It's as big as how many creatures or how many cards you have in your hand, but uh, you also have no maximum hand size and all, all damage dealt to it, you draw that many cards. So that one's an interesting one. Then... <laughs> Here's my my dick section, hmm. big dick section. Um, Let me hear it. If you feel like, like sometimes, like we had just mentioned, the player that plays a Cyclonic Rift is just trying to save their ass. Mm-hmm. And they aren't necessarily a threat. They may only have a couple things out there, but they're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to die. Cyclonic Rift. You know that if you get a turn or two, you can kill that player because you just have a bigger advantage. So if you had things like price of knowledge, where after the cyclonic rift player plays that and you play a price of knowledge and it gets around, you're going to wipe out the other players just because of all the cards they have in their hand yeah. or something like gin. Jitaxius. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I, I, I just say gin. Yeah. That you could really dick some people over with that one because then you have no maximum hand size or you do have a maximum hand size. Or does it take it away from you? You draw seven at the you, end. You still have a, a hand size. You still have a hand size, yeah. but you get draw but seven. But everybody at the else end has to discard. <laughs> like has no hand size. And that one's at flash as well. So you could it do is. that if you had the mana to do that. So those are my dick cards. That's dick. <laughs> yeah. That's dickish. Sire of uh, Insanity, and then yeah. cast Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> we're, so we're just we're just talking about things that can help Cyclonic Rift players now, yeah exactly right? <laughs> there is one into. hang on i think there's one uh fate i have it on my list and i want to see if i if it's the one i'm thinking of yeah okay so this one this was my one that i didn't say in the first part but i think you could use and i haven't seen this card used ever but fateful showdown could be interesting if you're dealing with a lot of cyclonic rift players i don't know this because one. what it's two red and two colorless, so it fits my colors. Red. 
You're not a red player. Stop pretending. (laughs) It's an instant. And then Fateful Showdown deals damage to target creature or player equal to the number of cards in your hand. Discard all the cards in your hand, then draw that many cards. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It could really, really backfire. But you could kill that player if you just returned 20 permanents to your hand and you had a hand already and you're just like... Boom, 20 damage to you. I draw 20 cards, basically a reset for me. Um, I don't know. It could be an interesting play with that. So I, I kind of threw it because I haven't seen that one played. That, and like, that's new to me. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So then this last section is more of the scenario is yeah. everybody's playing Cyclonic Rift. You just need to start dealing with it on a regular basis. Yeah. So these are like cards that'll help discourage Cyclonic Rift or get rid of it before it is ever even played. So why don't you start us off here? Cause this is where you went a little deeper on this. And I completely forgot about this until you mentioned, you're like, yeah, this is a good thing. I was like, Oh, that's a really good idea. Cause I only have one on here. Maybe I should say mine because yeah, say yours. <laughs> cause, cause it's, I just put to Fury time Raveler. So what that's doing is making it so that, other players opponents are playing at sorcery speed so yeah. they can't play uh their cyclonic rift they can on their turn on their but turn. they can't do it on your turn yeah. so that's the key with that one <clears throat> and, but what are some other very similar cards to like forcing people to not play for when they want to would be like teferi mage of zelfir which makes everybody play at sorcerer speed and your creatures mm-hmm. go at uh flash speed dragon lord dramoka uh, has nobody can nobody else can play spells on your turn. Defense grid, uh, people got to pay three more to cast spells on not their turn. Uh, Grand Abolisher. Grand Abolisher. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's one. probably I was like, oh, the big one. Enough- yeah, Grand Abolisher has played a ton. Uh, there's mm-hmm. City of Solitude where you have to everybody has to play on their turn, and then there's Dosen of the Falling Leaf, which is a creature of the the same thing as uh, City of Solitude. So these cards are just forcing a Cyclonic Rift player to ho- hopefully what you do is you got that the gotcha moment where they're like, I cast Cyclonic Rift on your turn. You're like, actually, uh, fuck you. And right. um, oh, and another one that came to me before I wrote on the notes, but Marissi Breaker of the Coil, because they people can't cast spells during cast. Con- or combat, right? That's the, the goading. Yep goading one yep so that would just be a combat trick they could still cast spells yes during other people's turns but, yeah. normally what a cyclonic rift player does is wait is they play it just before their turn yeah. yeah right before they're about to say i, when I they swear say, though go. you always cast it against me because i'm like adam has seven open let's force him to do I play and you red. always you have it 100 percent of the time what you're talking 100 percent of the time <laughs> Like, I do oh, that's not. what I I went and vampiric tutored for the cyclonic it's, rift. It's so on weird, turn like three. You, and I was like, "Why yeah. did you do that?" You no, no, because you pointed that out. I did that recently. When was it? Was that? <laughs> it was an in person game. It might it might have been. Uh, you weren't there. I think it was during this last year, mm-hmm. and I purposely had my lands tapped so you couldn't like not hiding it but just not obvious that, oh, there's seven open. It was like, you know, because you do your lines. Like, I normally do, like, blue cards are all, you know, yeah. islands are one, whatever. So I, I know for my, myself. So I, I tapped it so, like, 
I had like one untapped in this pile, two untapped in this pile. Yeah, I had tricky. like four or five. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I did it, I was like, ha, ah, I tapped my lands all funny. So you couldn't tell that I had it. <laughs> Cause a Lowry, Lowry, uh, he's very good at Keep an eye looking out. at the lands. <laughs> Keep an eye out. Um, okay. Some other things that like mess with timing for cyclonic rift would be the land hate section. Uh, Stone Shaker Shaman, uh, at the end of your turn, any untapped lands, one of them. Whoa, getting aggressive. I am. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, If you have an untapped land, you need to sacrifice a land. Uh, Price of Glory, which is awesome. It's so good if everybody's playing at instant speed. And Price of Glory, any time a player taps a land uh, on another player's turn, they sacrifice that land. And so yeah, that'll shut down that. That'll stop counter spells, all that yeah. stuff. It's such a good card. Uh, and then you have Citadel of Pain, which people will take damage for each untapped land that they have at end of turn. So that'll make it a like people aren't just going to be like, I'm going to leave open seven because I'm bluffing turn after turn after turn. You know what I mean? That's going to kill them pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So that's why if you don't have it, just tap that one for no reason, just to make it so you have six, so they don't worry that's about six. you having a cycle. Don't worry about me. <laughs> um, so that's the land section. Is there? Uh, there is a couple of random small spots. Uh, so Obeka, which is new from Commander Legends, and that's like, I think that's pretty corner case unless it is your commander. But you can tap it, and you can end the turn if that. Per- that player's turn chooses to end it. And so, so that, that would, that would be a benefit if, uh, they're playing on anybody's turn, but their own. So that, that would narrow that person down to just casting it on their own turn. Yeah. There is a Shia soul of the world from Zendikar rising, which turns that one's a sneaky good one. We yeah. talked about that with that Ashaya back in the day. Yep. And so that turns all of your creatures into lands and cyclonic rift does not bounce lands. So cha-ching. Uh, that should just be played in a lot and tons randomly. of decks. Anyways. Yeah. And it just yeah. like ramps you hardcore too. Right. Mm-hmm. If you have green, it should be in there. Uh, Praetor's grasp. And there are, other cards that have this similar effect, but where you can go into an opponent's library and pull a card out and then you can cast it or just pulling a card out. But this allows you to cast it as well. Um, Kind of a pretty cool card idea. And then there's a bunch of cards like Nevermore, which is an enchantment that when it comes into play, you choose a, a card name and that card name cannot be cast. Couldn't you do that with... Pithing needle too isn't, or is that a not? That's activated abilities. Is it okay? So their their meddling mage is a bit more of Mm. what um, we'd be looking for, but that one seems easier to kill. But it it can definitely be there, and there's a couple more cards like that. Yeah, there's a line of those. Declaration of not um, is kind of a cool way of doing it, but um, so that's that's kind of how I would do it. Cause there a lot of those cards that I'm, I'm talking about, like affect how like removal is being used. Like you're not doing it at an instant speed on almost any of these. It, it slows everybody down to sorcery speed games. So that would be my take from all of that section is the ones that I will and 
other people should play with are the cards like Tefiri Time Raveler, like Grand Abolisher, where it's those are affecting all the other players but you. Yep. And that makes it so that they're only playing. And that those I can see and they are being played by tons of players. And those are ones that just should be in your deck anyways. If you're playing yeah. blue, blue, white, that should be in there. If you're just playing white, the other like you should have multiples of these in there. And that's just a huge benefit to stop Cyclonic Rift, kind of, because they can still play it on their turn. Yep. But it at least hinders them from taking the biggest advantage of it. Yeah, and I and I think that's the really important part of Cyclonic Rift is that it's the timing aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if everybody's you, all tapped, and yeah. if they can do it at any place that they want, they are in such a good position. If you can force them to cast it when they don't want to, then that player, like, it's not as good of value. The card yeah. is such a if great value card. Yeah, if you're able to cast it right before your turn and then untap all your land and do more stuff, it's just and, insane. And hit somebody like, for as much damage as you can because there's no crackback, right? Yeah. Um, you got a couple turns before it anything happens everything. back at you. There's, there's no yeah. actual prevention that can happen other than counterspell. But you know what I mean? There's no shroud or hexproof or indestructible or regenerate for bouncing things back to your hand. Mm-hmm. We, there just isn't that type of thing so uh, affecting how it is played i think is really important yep all right well i think that's it for that for uh you have to like pretend like you want to use a condom i like to say something fun when i bring it up but honest i'll be like you're gonna want to wear this i've had a busy month <laughs> <laughs> It's like a Petri dish right now. I don't know what's happening. She's so lucky. So much sex. (laughs) So much. Uh, All right. That brings us to... One speck to rule them all. Mystical Archives edition. Mm -hmm. All right. So we are doing uh, the Mystical Archives, uh, any of them, either Japanese, English, whatever, uh, the reason we're doing that is they seem to, I don't know. You would think that these would, I think they will. I'm hoping they'll come down more, but they've been going the other way. I don't, I don't get what's going on here. Well, okay. Specifically for what you're talking about is the Japanese mystical archives. And I totally agree with you, but I, I don't, there just aren't a lot in the U S. Yeah. And so like in compared to Japan where that's where most of them are going to be. And so we have a shortage of them in America. And, America. And so I don't see those going down. And that's, but I didn't pick a Japanese alt art one. <laughs> well, I think, so there's a, there's quite a few. Because I'm not so, it. So. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, there's a lot of stuff in this, not just Japanese. Look at uh, one that I've been picking up quite a bit is D-Spark, which that's not one we're talking about, but D-Spark is pretty interesting because that card by itself is from War of the Spark. Uh, it's a You can get that one for a $6 foil. You can get that one in the Mystical Archives, which I like better than the original D-Spark. You can get it for like 2 bucks, 2 or 3 bucks. I was getting for $1.50 a week ago. Now they're like 3 bucks. 
So, I mean, that's not a lot. You're, but it is a special edition, and you're looking at a yeah. comparing it to a foil of a set that's at six dollars and has been climbing. You're gonna follow the same path with these. It's gonna be there. Should we should the, we talk about the ones that we did pick? <laughs> yeah, let's. Do it. I, I just D Spark was a, a one that I liked, but it wasn't one that I was. The return was where I wanted it. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't. I want cards to get to 10, 20, 30. That one's maybe a six to $10 card at the most. Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, why don't you start us off, Lara, with your um, All right. So I went with English version of Natural Order. Um, I think any version of this would be more than fine. Um, natural Order... You sacrifice a green creature, and then you go and search for a green creature and put it directly into play from your library. Um, this card's a legacy old guard staple, but also it's a great card in Commander. Like, going and searching for a creature card, a green creature card, and putting it into play is huge mm -hmm. for four yeah. mana. That's It's crazy. Um, but I think it's not played a lot because it's a $30 card. And the right. Mystical Archive right now you can get for, like, Twelve to fourteen dollars, pretty easy. That's non-foil. Um, I think I was seeing the foil and etch foil around thirty. And again, I see those going drastically up. It's a special version of it. Um, there is, I want to say it's a Judge promo foil, but it's just a special foil, and that's at seventy-five bucks on Card Kingdom right now too. So, like, that's where I half expect the foil versions of these to go up to 70. So those are double in my mind. And then the non-foil should go from like 13 up to 30. I see it mm. just getting back to that again, unless they plan on reprinting this again. But for me, in my mind, if I'm buying into anything mystical archives, I want it to be a solid pick. You know, and there yeah. are some there are some really good cards in this, and there are some really shit cards too. And those shit cards aren't going to do shit because they're shit. <laughs> they're just, it's going to be shitty. Uh, I definitely agree with this one. Uh, you're actually your full art. The foils, like not the foil etched, are sitting at like twenty two bucks. So that's not bad. Yeah, that's yep. not bad at all. Um, your foil etched ones i think that was 35 yeah. on card which Kingdom. it's weird because the foil ones are much better looking <laughs> but the only way no uh, the the etched foils you can get for 17 oh yeah. 17 yeah i was gonna say they should be lower because they look a lot better the f the foils are much nicer looking than the foil etched um, this might be a much better pick than I thought it was, too. Yeah. No, so. it was like this 20 bucks for that. That's uh, pretty nice. And then even if you take off, yeah, you, you get the, the regular, the non-foils are at 14 yeah. yep. So you add $6 and you get to foil the best. And, and I think that. the foils, like just out of, out of my set box that I got, like the foils look amazing. Yes. And the non-foils are cool. Don't get me wrong, but they, they almost feel a little flat and the foiling gives it like texture and depth and you're like, shit, that's good. That's yeah, that's good. 
the the foils look fantastic and the etching is just weird it's weird it's an we talked about it already it's like a nice little a little detail that they add but it's not much at all like it yeah, really is not that weird much that yeah maybe they're just trying out a bunch of versions yeah so but yeah I, natural order totally agree what did you say the promo judge is at 80 yeah eternal masters foils are at 50 you're picking these up at 20 it's easy and actually to be honest with you i think i like this version the best out of all the ones i mean yeah you yep. got some nostalgia with the old ones but i like the art of this i, I the, think this the, is the, the design of these this cards. is the version to get for sure at this price mm-hmm so sweet. Yep. That's uh one I might pick a little. I got a couple of those. Oh, uh, shit. I haven't go back. Oh, good for you. Good oh, wrong one. Oh, good for you. <laughs> I got a couple of those in uh, the packs that I've opened. So it's, uh, they're pretty sweet. Uh, all right. My one spec is actually counter spell, believe it or not. <laughs> Uh, Counterspell is used in 118,000 EDH rec decks. So we knew that we, I would have guessed that if you asked, (laughs) uh, fucking counterspell players. What is up with you? And this is, this Uh, is really the first time I'm looking. I was just like, I don't, I don't remember what the the Japanese alt art looks like. I'm like, this looks crazy good. That that's part of the reason why I went for this one more. Uh, I was I have a lot of them. Yeah. I did a lot of specs today, but I really I like okay. I like both versions. I like the English version too. It just has that stop palm like yeah. it's countering your yep. spell. That's why I hate uh, it. So <laughs> yeah. I totally agree. Uh, but so I'll start with that one. The English counter spells are going for 10 bucks foils, full foils. I wouldn't necessarily go for the, the foil etch. I mean, I think those are like four or five bucks. Uh, so those are definitely a grab, but I think the one to actually go for is the Japanese. Now here's where I'll say, go for the etched foils on those. Uh, they're going for 17 because the foils of those are going for 50. So this, this counter spell looks amazing and also uh the the foils are so much expensive more expensive the japanese non-etched ones those are in the uh, i think 30s because i think the only way you get those are from japanese boxes so that's why they're more expensive at the the moment Mm. because we can't get those non-etched i believe that is the the way that that works uh but the art in this counter spell just looks absolutely amazing so that's kind of the reason i'm going for that one other side note i'm not saying this is the reason why i'm picking it but this is also a possibility there have been rumors because they've been trying to get counter spells into modern if they somehow in the next couple weeks when they start spoiling modern horizons 2 uh wait what is modern horizons coming out uh it's in like a month or so a month and a half i think it's yeah, it's coming out pretty quick. I'm actually surprised they didn't start spoilers already. <laughs> uh, but shit. if they spoil this in modern in Modern Horizons two and it gets into modern, whew, 
counters the special versions of counter spells, which is why I did. I actually spec'd on these. I got only a couple of each, but I went with both because I think both versions have a huge potential to go up if that happens. But not not only if that happens, if it's just counter spells in general. These are your your high end, kind of like your what you were just talking about with natural order. Um, I wouldn't say they're the best versions, but I like that mm-hmm. Japanese art counter spell. Might be one of my favorites. I'm going through all of them right now and looking and. I mean, I like the original one with the the dude and his spell kind of like spell impotence, like a limp, <laughs> like a spell penis, like yeah. impotent. Yeah, like you just said. Yeah, You're just like aw. <laughs> but these representing both versions, I take uh, Japanese art first, and the English version is just kind of a sweet representation of counterspell. I mean, that's a little bit of the crazy thing. Like, there's so much good art for Counterspell. Not trying to, like, shit on the pick. Because I do think... No, it's... I think the Mystical Archives look gorgeous. I'm just looking through the arts right now. Yeah, the... The Ice Age one. Maybe the... I don't know. Fifth edition, sixth edition? That looks like shit. Seventh edition is bad, too. But Beat Down Ice Age, that one's good. Everything yeah, and you got, and, and I wouldn't, uh, you're not uh, comparing it to the old stuff for pricing. No. So there isn't really a good, you got the promos, the judge promos and stuff and that I wouldn't necessarily compare it's, it to It's that, definitely but, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Uh, so easy $17 for those. Uh, I know I was looking last week at the counter spells and they were in the low teen. So they're already going up there. The English ones are a good buy too. So, but those you can get full the foil, the whole foils. I would do there, not do foil etched. Yeah, I don't know. I can actually um, see them higher than uh, some other uh, counter spell arts for sure. It yeah, looks good. So. It's gorgeous. So, but uh, again, go through the mystical archive stuff. I've gone through two different buy times where I've gone through, and I'm like, I'm trying to fill out. I only need like eight. Uh, another. Oh, good for you. I only need eight cards left oh, good for to you. complete the English and Japanese. And really, it's only two English cards because I, I don't have... Teferi's Protection looks so amazing, and I don't have either of those. Uh, and because of Japan, I think... What what did we talk about? I think we talked about... But Fast Finance mentioned it, but there's a shortage or something of... A print error. Like, I yeah. think it was a printer so, with Time Warp. Um, grape Shot. Grape Shot. Uh, Maybe D-Spark? No, not D-Spark. It's, it's all the ones that are on my list. Fuck, where's my list? Uh, <laughs> but there's, scramble, there's like four scramble, or five scramble. cards. Well, I have it. Oh, oh, hold it on. I, got, well, I, got my list. I got my list. Uh, so it's Channel is one channel? for some reason. The Japanese one. Channel is one of them. Uh, grape shot is one. Lightning bolt is one. Time warp is four. one. Yeah, it is four. So time wait, channel, warp, grape shot, time warp, grape shot, and was it lightning bolt? I don't remember the fourth one. It might have been lightning bolt. No, lightning bolt's just expensive because it's used a lot. At least those three. <laughs> Maybe brainstorm. Okay. I'm just trying to think of the ones that I have a uh, that are really expensive right now. But 
Uh, anyways, if you happen to have time warp, that's up to like 300 bucks now. In foil? Three, 400. I'm surprised. Yeah, like Card Kingdom has just like non foil. Oh, no, it is foil. All right. It must be the foil yeah. etched demonic tutor. Japanese is $239. That's just a foil etched yeah. now. Yep. Yeah. Cause the, uh, my, my, my demonic tutor is a oh, good, uh, good for you. Oh, good for you. Is it a nice crisp $500? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Go through a lot of that stuff. Um, I, I can tell you that the the foils of the Japanese, just the foils ones, they used there were tons of them that were under a dollar, the really bad ones, but the art looks good. Now all of them are like five to ten bucks at least. So, and a lot of times I'll have stuff in my cart and I'm going through the list, and by the time I go to checkout, people have bought them all, and I'm like, fuck it, <laughs> go back through, buy some more. So, all right, um, hey. We didn't do a two-hour episode this week. That's good. You're welcome. Yeah, my editing is going to be a lot less. <laughs> Woo! All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. See you later. What the fuck is you? What? See you later. Did you like forget what we're supposed to say? <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening. <laughs> See ya. Bye. <laughs> Sega? Can we try that again? I love boobs. Bye. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bonkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. I don't go off a script. You can't just come at me like that. I can say whatever I want, all right? You're not my real dad. <laughs> You're not my dad at all. You're my podcast dad. Oh. Okay.